the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Yep, time for another edition of the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget, you can always dial in with any of your questions at any time. In fact, not even just today. You can dial in during the week to that 800 number. Larry's there with his staff to answer your questions. We're coming up on the end of the year. Hello, Larry. How are you? Well, good morning, Chris, and how are you today? Well, I was, uh, I'm was i doing well. I was just thinking at the end of the year I should start my resolutions that I'm going to break in the first part of the year. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And and what might they be? Well, let's see. I think I I think I'm going to try to be a little bit better about, you know, the old standard losing weight, getting in shape. You know, maybe uh, saving a little bit more money and taking care of my family a little bit more, spending more time with my kids. Uh, those are the things I'm thinking about. How about you? Well, I like that. I like that. You know, speaking of saving more money, that's one of the things that I tell people all the time, every year this time, and I have had clients report back to me that it's one of the best things they've ever done, which is simply save 1% more this year. Turn the corner in 2020 and save 1% more. If you're putting 8% in your 401k plan at work, put in 9 mm-hmm. If you're saving $500 a month into a mutual fund, put in 525 Put in 550 Most of the time, there's a very good chance you're not going to miss that little bit of extra, but eventually it's just going to buy more and more shares of whatever it is that you're buying for yourself for down the road. So absolutely, look to save more money. You know, And this is the you know, end of the year, Chris. Giving is on a lot of people's minds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, where can I give? What should I do? And, and things about that. And the Bible talks numerous times all over the Old and New Testament about giving. And and uh, here in 1 Corinthians 13.3, if I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames but have not love, I gain nothing. Mm. Think about that for a second. If we just give out of love, then we're going to be able to give when the you know, Holy Spirit prompts us, wherever we may be. And, 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 you know, just thinking about giving out of love, you know, look at what the Lord did. He, he gave his only son Mm -hmm. for us. And, and when you, you know, think about what we should be doing, giving to others, you know, Proverbs 327, do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. The 22, nine in Proverbs, the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor. Uh, the Bible's filled with giving, you know, and going into the end of the year here, you know, 2019, uh, rolling into 2020, a lot of giving is on a lot of people's minds. I've heard more people talking about giving this year than really I have in the past. 
And that's a very good thing, right? Yeah, lots of different ways to give, lots of different places to give. I, th- I think that people need to pray about where they should give, when Amen. they should give, yeah. who to give, how much to give. And and do it out of love, absolutely. You know, God loves a a, a cheerful giver, uh, with without a doubt. So, you know, hey, you're listening to Making Money Sense here as we sort of run running towards the the last lap of 2019. <laughs> Again, I'd like to welcome our 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 longtime listeners on WAVA in the D.C. Baltimore area, as well as our newer listeners this year on Sirius XM Channel 131 Family Talk nationwide. Border to border and coast to coast, Chris likes to say all the time. Give us a ring with any of your financial planning or investment objective questions, whatever's on your mind today. It's Open Mic Saturday, which I absolutely love. The subject matter is what's on your mind today. Give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. You're listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense, and we'll be back in a moment. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. And here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. Proper financial planning starts with a firm foundation. Don't jump up to the third rung of the ladder when you're trying to climb to the top of the roof. Make sure your insurance is aligned properly. Make sure you have the right types of homeowners, auto, umbrella, disability, long-term care, life insurance, just to name a few. Financial planning starts with a firm foundation, and that foundation is your insurance. Then take a look at your cash flow. Are you able to save money? Save it in the proper places. Retirement planning, traditional IRAs, traditional 401k plans, Roth IRAs. Make sure that the dollars are actually working for you towards your investment objectives. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. 855-767-3123. 855-ROSE-123 is the number to call here to talk to Larry Rosenthal, our financial and retirement expert here in studio. Christmas is just around the corner, Larry. What are you doing about it? I'm celebrating. Amen. <laughs> celebrating the birth of our Lord, right? And we just talked about giving a little while ago. And that's, uh, that's you know, I think it's always better to give than receive and not expect things in return and just do things to make other people happy. You know, it actually makes me more happy when I'm doing something for somebody else than doing something for myself. I don't know about you. I, I, I would agree. I think, I think it's, you know... A lot of satisfaction that way, yeah. without a doubt, Chris, mm-hmm. with, with, without a doubt. So, hey, listen, also, we have another seminar coming up here in January. You know, we've been rolling out our seminars here lately 
called Going from Taxable to Tax-Free, How to Enhance Your Retirement Income During Your your Retirement Years as Well as Pass Assets on Most Tax-Efficiently to Your Heirs. So it's Going from Taxable to Tax-Free. You can catch me live in Haymarket, Virginia on January 22nd at Evergreen Country Club. There's no cost for the seminar and the meals are complimentary. It starts at 7 p.m., goes to about 8.30 or so. Uh, Lots of questions. We'll be going over Roth conversions, the do's or don't, the four different ways the IRS looks at our tax, looks at our money through their tax lenses there. We'll be talking about the, the, the some of the best benefits that the IRS gives us when it comes to our investment planning. So uh, go ahead and go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and register on the, on the uh, seminar icon there. In addition to that, we'll be having another one in February, on February 27th, at Turf Valley Country Club over in Catonsville, Maryland, near Baltimore, just outside of Baltimore. And again, that class is going to be February 27th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. The meals are complimentary, and there's no charge for that seminar either. If you're 55 and over and want to attend either one of these classes, then feel free to go to my website and register at LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the Seminar tab and just register right there. Uh, We'll be happy to to, uh, get your registration. Classes fill up here pretty quickly, so go ahead and, and, and do it. And while you're on the website, like us and follow us on Facebook. Again, that's LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the Seminar icon January 22nd at Evergreen Country Club in, in Haymarket, Virginia, and February 27th in Turf Valley Country Club out in Catonsville, Maryland. So, um, Chris, you know, it, it, one of the things, too, that we need to talk about, you, you, you talked about earlier at the top of the show here today about saving more money, and I kind of took that and ran with it a little bit. Saving more dollars. Yes, try to save a little bit more each and every year. And, and one of the things I wanted to talk about today in addition to that is is common mistakes that we see when it comes to financial planning okay common mistakes financial planners see when it comes to retirement planning is is a better way to to phrase this what are some of the blind spots what are some of the areas that people overlook in their own personal financial planning when they're thinking about retiring you know one of the things is not analyzing your social security options mm-hmm. I have people all the time asking me, well, how does it work? What is Social Security? How, how do I claim Social Security? When should I claim Social Security? Does it matter when I claim Social Security? Can I work after I claim Social Security? If my spouse passes, what happens with my Social Security? Can I stop Social Security and start it over later? All different types of programs. People fail to understand how to maximize their personal benefit that they've worked long and hard all their life on Social Security. If you're interested in understanding this, we have a, a packet that we can send out to you. Go to our website, LarryRosenthal.com, and just shoot us off an email. We'll be more than happy to send you out. Basically, just call it the information on Social Security, okay? <laughs> and we'll send you out a nice packet that sort of gives you some educational material on analyzing your Social Security benefits. Should I should I wait to take mine and have my spouse take hers? What should we do? All different types of scenarios right there. But that's one of the blind spots that people often look back in their rearview mirror and go, you know, I should have looked at this better 18 months ago before I retired, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, another one, too, is pensions. Now, there's very few people out there, co- considering the past, that have pensions these days. Uh, but there are people that do retire and have pensions, you know, where, where you retire, Chris, and, and then the company pays you or the government pays you X amount of dollars per month for the rest of your life. Yeah. 
how do you go about analyzing that? Is it best for you to take, <clears throat> excuse me, the the high option where you're taking all the money, but if something happens to you, your spouse gets nothing, or should you take a lower monthly benefit and protect your spouse should something happen to you? Lots of different choices there. There's actually four different ways that you can break that conversation down. Uh, do you go ahead and, and take one of those two options, or do you do you buy insurance and protect your spouse? Lots of different ways to really look at this, and and making the social and the reason I, I talk about these two here back to back the way that I just did is because. One of the largest financial decisions that people have to make in their life is the election of their pension plan, if they have one, as well as the election and timing of their Social Security benefits. And people just do not realize this, and that's why it's important. It's, it's, it's a big blind spot in, in, in a lot of people's financial planning when it, when it really comes to this. And there are advisors out there that don't understand the importance, the massive impact that, that taking Social Security and your pension, if you have one, at the right time and in the right amounts uh, or, or at the right time and, and beneficial issues with it all if, if you're not careful. So two big blind spots right there when it comes to retirement planning. I see we have a couple of callers on the line. You can give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Good morning, Michael. How are you this morning? I'm fine. How are you, Larry? I'm doing well. How can I help you, sir? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working for a municipality in New York, and uh, upon my retirement, my union gives me what is called a annuity check, and it's roughly between seventy and seventy-five thousand. So my question is, I've already not really a four one or four five seven as our deferred comp. So I'm wondering, you know, I have that part as my retirement, and this annuity check now. I'm wondering, do I stick it in a mutual fund, or do I put it back in another four hundred one, or do I go raw? Because I'm only I'm going to be fifty-one when I retire. Much. That, that's excellent, Michael. And and you broke up there for a second. Were you telling me that you don't need the pensionable income when you receive it? No, because no, I, no. I actually have a pension along with my four five seven. Correct. And, so and my annuity you, is yeah. The annuity is a check they give you from the union. Understood. You were breaking up when you asked the question. Can you repeat the question with all that fact, please? I'm sorry. I was wondering where would I. Stick that seventy-five thousand. I don't need to spend it. I just need to put it someplace where it could work for me a little bit. So you want to put it into, you know, you're not able to put it into a Roth IRA unless you have earned income, and you're only you're you're restricted to the limits of being over fifty, a sixty-five hundred dollars. So a portion of it can go in there if you have earned income. But if you're not working and you're just receiving the pensionable income, then you can't make a contribution to a Roth. You can if you wanted to convert old dollars, but basically. Th- any new money that you're receiving, which is this pension check, you want to take a look at what your current investments are doing and looking at the different products you talked about, mutual funds, ETFs, stocks, things like that. It's more important to to find out what your goals and objectives are on these dollars and then put the money into the correct asset class. If you want to have a growth mutual fund that's designed to, to grow principal or if you want to have one that's designed to get income, you stated you want this stuff to grow down the road. So I'd look at a good, well balanced growth fund that's going to buy some technology, some health care, maybe a little bit of small company stocks, things of that nature, or some ETFs that, that work into the whole scenario. But Michael, on a, on a bigger 
pay on a bigger picture, what I'd like you to do is is take a look at where all of your existing investments are and see where this new money can be implemented to work in a coordinated effort to move everything forward down the road. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So I was thinking about doing going through Vanguard at one point. That I have a number in my four five seven to this day. So I've, I've got good growth over the years. Yep, absolutely. You know, That's a Good, good, fun family. There's, there's no issues with that at all. Uh, just make sure it, 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 it boils down to the different fund and the fund's objective as to where you're putting the money. So you want to figure out what is the best place in today's market and economy to place those dollars. That's where, that's where you need to get some, some counsel on with, with all of that because they have, they have all the different asset classes and most of these mutual fund companies cover all the different, most of them cover all the different asset classes just about. So you want to make sure where you're driving the dollars because if, if you're putting the money in a place that's not doing so well today versus a place that is doing better, that's where you want to go. Okay, I have one more question. Yes, sir. So, upon retirement, my 457, I have to take that from that account because I'm leaving the city. So, I'm leaving that city agency. It's an agency employee type deal. So, now now that I'm not working, I need to take the money that I've saved, which is like uh, maybe $200,000, $300,000, and I need to put that somewhere, too. Yeah, you you, you, you have four choices on that on what to do. You can leave it where it is. You can pull it out and spend it. You can roll it to a new employer if you wanted to, or you can simply roll it to your own IRA. By putting it in your own IRA, it's going to give you different investment choices to make it all balanced. It it sounds like to me that we need to develop you uh, some sort of a financial plan to really take a look at. I'll I'll send you out our financial planning toolkit, too. It'll help you analyze all of this stuff and then take a look at the different markets and what your goals are because you want to you want to you want to attach the investment towards your goals. That's the big picture here. It's not necessarily what fund company you're using or what mutual fund or ETF or stock. It's making sure that that investment is is aligning towards your goals. Is that, is that clear enough? Yes. Yeah, so if you want, Michael, I'll put you on hold and we'll send you out our toolkit. Does that sound okay? That sounds perfect. Thank you. Hey, let's welcome Jim on the line. Good morning, Jim. How are you today? Just fine. You? I'm well. How can I help you, sir? Okay. Uh, a question, a, a very basic question about uh, revocable trusts. Um, and maybe I'll just hang up and, and listen to your answer. Um, how they work, how they work with a, uh, in conjunction with a will. Um, I, I know they avoid um, probate. And what does that really mean? Uh, how do you put, what do you put in your revocable trust or non-revocable trust? Uh, just very basic questions about um, these kind of trusts that I understand go work together with a will, but I, I don't know enough to ask right questions. <laughs> and I'd like well, to Jim, I guess, hang when, up and listen to you. Okay, Jim, when you when when you take a look at at sort of the hierarchy of what document trumps what document, the will is at the very bottom. The beneficiary forms at the very top, and a revocable living trust is somewhere in the middle. So, for example, the term revocable means, obviously, you can change it, you can cancel it, you can add things to it, you can take things out of it. So here's how it works, basically. Let's suppose that you have an investment account, okay? And there's there's $100,000 in the in investment account, and maybe when you pass, it's worth 150000 
Okay. Well, if that money's just in your name alone and you say, according to my will, it's going to go to my son, let's say. All right. Then that money is going to go through probate, which is the court's distribution process to pass assets on. Whether your will is deemed valid or invalid, that money is going to be tied up in court delays, court costs, attorney's fees, and things like that, simply because there's no legal means to transfer that asset. You're just transferring it through your will. On the other hand, if you put it into a revocable living trust, some really neat things happen. You still own it. You still control it. Okay, You have access to it. You can change it. You can do whatever you want. Now that $100,000 goes goes into the investment account, and instead of it saying Jim's investment account, it says Jim's revocable living trust investment account. The trust actually owns that account. Okay. Now when you pass in this example at $150,000 and it goes to your son, it goes immediately. And your son also receives a stepped-up basis in value. He can take that $150,000 and sell it and pay no tax on that $50,000 gain. So a revocable living trust, the primary objective of a revocable living trust is to pass assets on without it going through probate and to ensure that the recipient of these assets were the beneficiary of the trust, and you can have multiple beneficiaries, but the beneficiary of the trust will receive the asset or assets the way you want them to receive it. For example, you may not want a 22-year-old recently graduated student from college to receive half a million dollars. You may want to say, okay, uh, kids, you know, here's, here's the money, but it's going to be in this trust. And over the next five years, you're going to receive this type of an income from it. This income may match 20% of your job income, right? Um, so there's all different types of ways that a trust can deliver the income or the assets to an heir. In other words, you can say, take it in a lump sum right away the very next day after you pass, or you can bleed the money out over time. You know, maybe they get married, they get 20%. Maybe they, they use part of the trust principle to uh, make a down payment on their first home, start a business. It, you're only limited by your imagination there. But when you have assets uh, that you want to pass effectively to heirs and avoid probate, the revocable living trust or beneficiary designation is what's really going to happen there. Does that make sense? Well, yes, it does. But how does a will then? I have I have a will, uh, and it, it appoints an executive, which is one of my one of my children. Now, where does that fit in conjunction with um, you, the the revocable trust. That, it that really doesn't. Still- it, it really doesn't. If 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 you have a a uh, if if you have a, this this one investment account and your will says, hey, my son's going to get this, but now that investment account is put into the trust. That trust is going to trump what the will says. Okay, so then then I would have to in the revocable trust. Uh, say that it's split equally among the number of children that I have, if that's what I want to do, which, which is. Correct. Correct. You, you would say that, and you would say how the money wants to come out, and whether it's a lump sum right away, or you want to give them income streams over years and then lump sum, whatever it is that you want to do. And the, again, the purpose of a revocable living trust is simply to avoid probate. 
That's it. And it keeps the transactions private as well. Okay. Well, do you still have an executor that makes sure that all this is done? Yes, you do. Yep. And that has to be named in the revocable trust. It usually is. That's correct. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's 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 my question. So, really, do you need a will if you have a revocable trust, or is it recommended that you have both? You know, I'm not an attorney. Okay, yeah. and I don't play one on TV. How's that sound? All right, but uh, there are some attorneys that that will recommend that you have both a his and her will and a his and her revocable living trust. And I also know some state attorneys that say you don't really need the will. Okay, so mm-hmm. so bottom line is this is is let's pretend that that you and I are going to go take an art class and we're going to sit down in front of a blank canvas and paint a, a sunrise. Okay. And your sunrise painting is going to look totally different than mine, but yet somebody's going to, Chris is going to come along and go, oh, well, you guys painted sunrises today, right? And yours will look one way, mine will look another. In other words, some attorneys are going to say, this is the way you want to go with a will and a trust. And other attorneys are going to say, no, you just want to go with a trust. But either way, the assets are going to pass to your heirs. There are certain things that you will put into a will, certain things that you will definitely not. And as far as investments and appreciable assets, I would suggest that they go into a trust rather than just the will. Okay. Um, okay. And you know, you know, I also have a, I have a kit uh, that I actually just. <laughs> it's funny you're asking this. I uh, someone was on an airplane with me uh, a couple of weeks ago. I don't, you know, I just met them and we were talking and blah blah blah, and they were telling me all about their family and stuff. And I sent them out this kit. It's called the Basics of Estate Planning, and that's if you want, I'll email that to you. It, it, it lists all the differences between a will, a revocable living trust, a TOD account, a POD account, stepped up in vases, basis. It, it, it has a listing of, of questions on entitled items to consider before uh, meeting with an attorney. And if you want, I'll be happy to email it out to you, Jim. And that's going to answer a lot of your questions in this arena yeah. here. Sounds exactly what I need to look at. <laughs> Sure, I'll go ahead and put you on hold, and then um, we'll get your email information, and we'll shoot it out to you sometime next week, okay? Okay. You are listening to Making Money Sense Live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Remember those kids that you keep your kids away from? Those kids that society doesn't seem to know what to do with? That kid you saw on the street corner last week? Remember that kid that, well, you feel sorry for? The dropout, the pregnant teen, the drug addict. Those are the kids that Youth for Tomorrow wants to reach. And Youth for Tomorrow has reached nearly 800 children since opening its doors in 1986. That's 800 young men and women helped to become responsible and effective members of society. The founder and chairman of Youth for Tomorrow, former Washington Redskins coach and current NASCAR team owner Joe Gibbs, says if we don't do what we can to influence our young people, there are plenty of others who will, in the wrong direction. For more information about Youth for Tomorrow, call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. 
you can help turn a negative into a positive. Call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. And here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. So many different ways to invest money. Lump sum deposits, buy and hold, market timing. How about dollar cost averaging? Put the same amount of money into the same investment at every interval, whether it's monthly, quarterly, annually, whatever it may be. This gives you the greatest opportunity to get the average price over the long term of the investment because one of the secrets to creating wealth is the acquisition of shares. You want to keep buying more and more shares over time. On the flip side, when you're in your retirement years and you want to distribute dollars to yourself for income, do the same thing in reverse. Dollar cost average out during your retirement years. Hung where you can see Somebody waits for you Whistle what's for me Come holly jolly Christmas And it takes you didn't hear You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and the Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal Show with Larry Rosenthal, our financial and retirement expert here in studio. We love hearing from you, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Give us a call with any of those questions that you have. Larry, you've been talking about some blind spots here. I have, Chris. You know, we talked about analyzing Social Security here before the before the, the, the break just a minute ago and pension selection choices. Life insurance, long-term care needs. Make sure you evaluate this. Often people will have life insurance that they're, they're, once they're retired, they say, you know, why do I have this insurance? What good is it? What, you know, my needs have changed. And there's still things you can do with it. You can change it to grandkids or kids or, or um, you know, Talk to your insurance carrier and see if you're required to put in any more payments anymore. Sometimes the policy can be paid up when you're retired or, or use it for taxes, different things like that. So see how the policy's functioning, even though it may need, may it may satisfy different needs than what you originally purchased it for. So do an analysis on that. And in some cases, you may not even need it. Uh, what's the plan for your real estate? Are you going to sell your home? Are you going to remodel your home as you continue to grow older? What are the things in that area? How about a beneficiary audit? Have you examined your will, your trust? Do you have a will? Do you have a trust? Do you even need a will or a trust? Well, obviously, you do need a will. Do you need a trust? Some people say absolutely everybody does. Others say not necessarily. Check out with your financial advisor. If you're not working with one, we've got a packet here. I just sent one out the other day to some people called the Basics in Estate Planning, and it covers all of this, what a will does for you, what a revocable living trust does, the do's and don'ts, beneficiary forms, how they all work. So lots of different blind spots that we see as people approach that retirement date and get into retirement. It's important because these are some mistakes that, that, that can be made, unfortunately, and, and unfortunately, Sometimes the beneficiary um, bears the brunt of some of these blind spots that aren't really addressed properly when before it's too late to to address these issues. So it's important to really take a good, solid look at this. Again, rolling on to the end of the year here, 
closing out 2019 in a few weeks and rolling into 2020 is a great time to really sit down for a few minutes anyway and at least take a look at, hey, where am I now? What do things look like? Are my forms working properly? My will, my trust, my beneficiary form. What's the plan with the real estate? What about long-term care needs? All these different things are a good time to do what we would call an annual review. So we have an annual review kit. If you're interested in getting that, <clears throat> go ahead and go to our website, LarryRosenthal.com. More than happy to send it out to you. While you're there, we'll also send you out our financial planning toolkit. We have sent out tens of thousands of these over the year. There's no charge. And it's really going to help you address the question of, hey, if I keep doing what I've been doing, where will I be down the road? And it's going to fill in all those what we call blind spots for you there. So um, I know we've got to take a quick break here, Chris. Uh, let's open up the phone lines. Give us a ring here at 855-ROSE-123. Oh, but before we take a break, though, I want to go ahead and, and announce our seminar again coming up here in January. I'm going to be at Evergreen Country Club in, in Haymarket, Virginia, just outside the D.C. area. Evergreen Country Club in Haymarket, Virginia on January 22nd at 7 p.m. There's no cost for the seminar, and the meals are complimentary there. In addition to that, on February 27th in Turf Valley Country Club in Catonsville, Maryland, we're going to be having another dinner seminar there from 7 to 8.30 p.m. that evening. Now, here's what's going on. If you're 55 and over or have already retired and you want to understand what's happening from the standpoint of going from taxable to tax-free and how to enhance your retirement income, even if you're already retired, and then how to pass assets onto your heirs more tax efficiently. This seminar is for you. In addition to that, we'll be talking about the economy, the markets, and open Q&A all the time with it all. So go ahead and and register at my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Again, that's in Haymarket, Virginia, Evergreen Country Club, January 22nd from 7 to 8.30 p.m. And then again, February 27th at Turf Valley Country Club in Catonsville. Maryland from 7 to 8.30 p.m. there. Go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Be more than happy to have you register there and like us and follow us on Facebook while you're there. We'll be back in a moment with more Making Money Sense. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. And here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. We've heard oftentimes about asset allocation. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. We need to understand tax allocation. The IRS views our money through four different tax lenses. Taxable, tax-deductible and deferred, non-deductible and deferred, tax-exempt, or tax-free. Stop for a moment and think. How much money have you saved up in your retirement plans, placed the money that's never been taxed? Here's the rule on that. You control 100%, but you only own 65% of it. We need to make sure that our income in retirement years is tax efficient to maintain your standard of living. Nuts roasting on an open fire 
Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Now nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea, call now, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal Show. If you'd like to dial in, our phone number is 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Larry Rosenthal, our financial and retirement expert in studio here, is ready to speak with you. Also, he's wearing a Santa Claus hat here today. How about ho, that? He's got, ho, ho. he's got the spirit. I love it. Anyway. There you go. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry Chris. Christmas, yep. Absolutely. absolutely. Can't wait. It's always a good day, isn't it? It, it is. It's a wonderful time of year. Yeah. It's also the, the time of the year that I like the most because we celebrate Christ's birth. And it's just, you know, just the one thing about the Christmas season that just brings a spirit to people are different. Have you noticed that people are nicer this time of year? I, well, mostly, I, I guess so. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, I think it's neat. It's just the whole spirit of Christmas kind of thing. I like it. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. It is our good saver's birth. That's for sure. And that's yep. what we need to remember. Jesus is the reason for the season, right? Amen. I like it. Chris, we had an earlier discussion this morning on, you know, blind spots in people's retirement planning. We talked about pensions and Social Security and long-term care and things like that. Some of the other reasons that people fail financially in retirement is simply procrastination. Not necessarily procrastination for saving money. Well, that too. But procrastination on understanding income distribution for themselves, procrastination on estate planning, procrastination on taking a look at taxes. I've seen people, unfortunately, over the years and years of doing this, working with people financially uh, in financial plans and wealth management and insurance and the whole nine yards, make some Interesting tax mistakes, unfortunately, in their investments. And so really need to understand and apply our tax laws and strategies, sometimes even before you take a look at, at it. You know, there, there's all different ways to go about making some mistakes, uh, which which people don't understand sometimes how money works, how money can work for them growing as well as producing income in retirement years. Another area that people neglect in, in financial planning is, is the, the, the um, uh, unwise use of credit, uh, being too leveraged. <clears throat> I've, I've seen this from time to time where, where people's income are, are enabling them to maintain their lifestyle, but if their income drops because they decide to retire, well, then they may run into some issues there. So make sure you have a real good cash flow analysis. If you visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com, then and look at the video on the front page, it demonstrates a financial plan using a cash flow analysis and how that all works out there. So, you know, we're here to serve. We're here to give you some good education. Visit the website, LarryRosenthal.com. Download our articles. Sign up for our newsletter. We have lots of people signing up each and every week. I haven't mentioned that today. For our newsletter, go ahead and do that while you're there. Also, sign up for the program called Return on Life. We've got lots of free programs on our website to give you financial education. We want to empower people and give people the education that they need for financial planning, investment strategies, tax allocation, product allocation, pretty much the whole nine yards there. And while you're there, sign up for our newsletter. There's no cost to it. Like us and follow us on Facebook as well. Chris, I see we got a couple of callers on the line here. Go ahead and give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's go ahead and open up line number three. Good morning, Richard. How are you? I'm doing fine, uh, Larry. Thank you. Yep. How can I help you, sir? 
I wanted to get your uh, your feeling about uh, annuities fixed index. Okay. Or, uh, just sorry. just my broad feeling about an, about fixed indexed annuities. Right, right. Sure. So, so, so the primary investment objective of an annuity is income, income that you can never outlive. And there's three types of annuities. There's a variable annuity that have sub-accounts that act like mutual funds inside of them, and you can have your risk spectrum anywhere from conservative to very aggressive. Then there's equity-indexed annuities, which is what your question is. And then there's fixed annuities. So let's talk about a fixed annuity first, which is basically the crediting mechanism in a fixed annuity is going to be that of a, of, of a bond rate of return from the mutual fund company. So we have on one side, we have variable annuities, which invest basically like the stock market, and then we have fixed annuities, which basically invest like CDs or bonds, and then we have an indexed annuity, which is right in the middle. It's... it it gives you a crediting rate of return based off of the index, like the S&P 500 or the tech NASDAQ. So the design of the annuity is to give you somewhat of the rate of return. So, for example, they have different ways to, to credit you the rate of return. If, if, if the index, let's suppose the market does, say, 10% return, you might get 7% credited to you. On the other hand, if the if the market goes negative, you won't lose any money. So they're going to cut off the tops and cut off the bottoms. Long term though, an equity indexed annuity is probably going to give you four, five, maybe six percent rate of return down the road. So it's a, a stable type of an investment for someone who doesn't want a lot of risk, but also for someone who understands, hey, I'm putting this tranche of money into an investment that's the primary objective is designed is to give me a stream of income down the road, not to be taking lump sums in and out of it back and forth, but but mainly a stream of income down the road. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so it's, a, it's correct that uh, it's not really possible to lose money in that type of Is that right? In, well, well, there's there's hundreds of different ones out there, but yes, the premise is correct. And and depending on which company you're looking at and which product they're offering, I would stay say that's correct. But you need to read the brochure and the and 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 the 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 sales kit on it all. Now, the you can lose money in an indexed annuity, and this is the way you can do it because they come with what's called surrender charges. If you put money into the indexed annuity, and and in the first several years, you're only allowed to pull out maybe. 10 or 15 percent of the money each year if you pull out more than that then they would hit you with a penalty and you would lose some money from that standpoint so again you want to make sure that you're you're taking the right amount of your dollars and putting into the right contract and i would compare three or four different annuities from different companies if you're looking at the annuity world okay right. okay yeah i recently uh, attended a, a seminar on these and the uh, presenter was very favorable and pretty much pushing that type of annuity. I don't, don't know a lot about it, but... Well, just yeah, just just remember this, okay? That 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 and 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 here you're going to get a completely unbiased view. So how's that sound, okay? So <laughs> so there are financial advisor friends of mine that put the majority of their clients' assets into annuities, and I have 
financial advisor friends of mine all across the country that will never put their client money into an annuity. And, and I'm one that, that believes in both. The primary objective of an annuity is to deliver income. Okay, and to take away market risk, but you cannot. You, you you have to also understand that there are different products with different companies. So make sure whoever you're working with that you're shopping multiple companies around. That you're he's not. They're not just saying, oh, this is the one for everybody. Make sure you're shopping around because they all have different benefits and features uh, attached to them, Richard. And it's important to understand the different. But think about going through a cafeteria line, and you're in the dessert section, and you can have cherry pie. Or you could have blueberry pie or ice cream, right? They're all desserts, but they're all going to do different things and taste differently. And that's my point is the different annuities have different little su- sub- subtle benefits and, and features attached to each one of them. So make sure that you shop these around, okay? Yeah, yeah. If, I guess I'm in that cafeteria line now where we're real close to it. Exactly. So I actually, I actually have uh, some 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 uh, papers in my office, some some uh, reports, I guess you can call it, that that explain the differences in the different types of annuities. If you want to, I'll put you on hold, and, and we'll send this out to you uh, sometime next week. We'll shoot you an email with it all. Is that okay? Oh, that'll be fantastic. Thank you very much, Larry. Really yep. appreciate it. Good morning, Jerry. How are you today? Good, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I invested um, almost ten years ago in. Um, with State Farm, um, a single premium deferred annuity that has increased in value from 50000 to about 73 years, somewhere around there, 1000 It expires, or whatever you call it, um, at the end of this year. And number one, would I be making a mistake um, to uh, pay off a car that I purchased. It's, it's a car that's going to last me the rest of my driving life. Um, and it was had safety features I wanted. Um, I know I didn't do it right in the sense I bought it from a private party. So, I, and it was to be temporary. I did do a, um, I did do a HELOC. And I, I know, I know that was crazy, but I knew it would be temporary. It fit in my situation. Would it be wrong to pay that off in cash? If if it is, what do I do with the seventy three or four thousand dollars? So Jerry, if you if you pay off this car loan in cash, is it is it gonna help your monthly budget? Obviously it will, right? Because then you're not gonna have to make this car loan, correct? That's on one side of the ledger. The other side of the right. piece of paper then is are you end up? Are you going to end up not having enough cash investment or money in the bank to continue to live? So, how low will it take your assets if you pay this car off? Is my question to you. Okay, let me think. Well, um, I have. Um, I'm invested in the stock market, um, and then my other main asset, of course, is. Um, well, the house I live in, which you don't want to spend that. Um, and no, we, we, no, we don't want to spend that. And, and what we want right. to do is, we, yeah, we want to make sure that we don't become car rich and cash poor. Yes. In other words, that we don't right. pay this car off, but now you don't have money to, to go out to the movies and, and, and to do different things like that. So as long as you have adequate cash reserves left over, then I'm okay with paying off the debt. Now, if you wanted to approach it from just looking at the calculator standpoint, the calculator is going to tell you 
keep paying the debt over a long period of time and keep your assets. Um, on the other hand, I like to be, you know, tell people, let's let's try to get debt free. I think uh, not owing anybody anything is is a lot of uh, a lot of good advice. It's biblical. And at the same time, it, it frees up, you know, your, your worry about it all. So the, the, the bottom line here is to is to address the question, will you have enough money left over after you pay the car off? Yes. Yes, I will. And so then the question becomes, what do I do with the 50000 that will be available to me? What's my, at, at this stage of my life, is the best kind of investment. So at this stage of your life, in other words, you're saying, hey, I don't think I have a lot of time left in case we put the money into some crazy stocks and things like that. But you never right. know, right? Because 77 could be the new 57, right, well, these days. Well, so, yeah, so so here's here's the scenario there if if you if you stop and think about the safety and security of money in a bank account the the pro that we have today with money in the bank account is the guarantee of principal we we can't lose it it can't go down if the market goes down or the economy slows the downside is because interest rates are so low we're not going to be getting an adequate enough rate of return so so think about this you know sort of in 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 stages that's stage 1 then moving to stage 2 is there a place that i can put some of this money so I get a little bit better interest rate, maybe 3 or 4 or 5%, but my principal will just move ever so slightly. And then stage three, can I get a little bit higher rate of return? And my principal may move more and more in stage four all the way out, that, that type of thing. So the answer to your question is we need to invest this money in such a way that we keep an eye on low risk, but the deliverance of income to you in case you need some income for spending dollars. And that's how we have to sort of break that down. Does, it, does that seem seem in, in the vein yes. of, of thought that you want to do? And there's, right, there's, but let me ask you this. I have no Roth. Um, is, is my age category appropriate for a Roth? Well, you, 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 yeah, you can't contribute money into a Roth, but at your age, you can convert traditional IRA over to a Roth IRA. Oh, okay. So you can do that if you have. Do you have a traditional IRA? I'm ashamed to admit that I'm not really sure. So Jerry, here's here's what I here's what I can offer for you. If you want, I would be happy to put you on hold, and we will we will send you out our our financial planning toolkit, and we'll have an advisor reach out to you and sort of get help you step through this so that you can get an inventory of everything. Because one of the the advantages of of moving money to a Roth IRA in a conversion today is to enable heirs to receive tax-free dollars for from you know as an inheritance down the road but at the same time it creates a tax problem for for you today so I want to make sure that you don't make a mistake with any of these moves so I'll be happy to do that for you is that okay familiar with what you're talking about but I can can I not convert some of the money from this a single premium deferred annuity? You may be able into a Roth only if it's an IRA. If not, then you can't put it into an IRA. Okay. I mean, in, okay. you can't put it into I, a Roth, excuse me. It has to come from an IRA. Thank you so much. It's 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. You know, I was playing with the buttons in my car the other day, Larry, and I found out that there's one that's a blind spot indicator. 
And it's kind of cool because then when a car comes up on the left and is in my blind spot, I get a little orange light on my on my rear view mirror, and it's kind of fun, you know, because you know, I'm not one to necessarily look over my shoulder very often, and I probably should for those blind spots. But you know, there's lots of other things that have blind spots, and we've been talking about them today. We have, Chris. I, I, that's a very good tie-in there. I'm, that's very nice. I like that. <laughs> but your blind spot indicators in your rearview mirror, should it be in your side mirror? It is. It is. It's on both side mirrors. I'm, did, oh, okay. I, did I say rearview mirror? You I, did. I'm I, sorry. Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay. Very good. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. One of the other blind spots that people have in retirement or close to retirement, Chris, is social issues. Kind of a non-financial issue, but but... I have seen people not retire because they don't know what to do afterwards. Their circle uh, of friends is all at work. Everything's kind of revolving around that office for a long time. Correct. Or I've seen people retire and move and move to different parts of the country and, and then, you know, not meet anybody, not, not you know, meet new people and, and things like that. And so there's, there's lots to be said for making sure your calendar is full when you step into retirement. Uh, on the other hand, I also see lots of people that say, I don't know how I ever got anything done while I was working because now that I'm retired, I'm so busy. Yeah. I have a client of mine not too long ago, a few weeks ago, I was working with him and I was doing a review and he said to me, he goes, Larry, he goes, I need to get a job in retirement. I said, really? Why? He goes, because I'm so busy, at least this will calm my life down a little. I said, okay. So it's kind of interesting. I see a lot of it on both both sides of the, of the, the needle there, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but no, social issues are important. Who are you going to be hanging around with? Where are you going to be hanging around? You know, what's your day to day going to look like? And and stay away from boredom and things. So social issues, hobbies, uh, working in your church, whatever it may be, you know, be thinking about that. Put that kind of stuff into your financial plan daily routine. So I have heard I've heard where depression is a thing because of that uh, for some seniors who retire and they've lost their circle of friends and if they don't do something then it's a downward spiral unfortunately could very well be that's right so hey you're listening to making money sense larry rosenthal show give us a ring at 855 rose 123 that's 855-767-3123 again on my website larry rosenthal.com we've got a button there on the front page there it's called return on life Lots of people have taken this little survey. There's no charge for it. It takes about two or three minutes, literally. And it's just, you know, what the concept is there, return on life. How are you doing? You know, are you, are you working too much? Is, is, is there too much vacation time, not enough vacation time? It just gives you a little survey on just letting you sit back and sort of say, what's going on in my life right now? Am I spending not enough time with my kids, too much time at work, all different things like that? Several questions right there. We'll send you off a nice report. So go check it out, LarryRosenthal.com, Return on Life Survey. Be more than happy to, uh, to send that out to you. While you're there, check out our seminars. We're going to be doing a couple of more seminars here in January. Again, we're going to be doing one on January 22nd at Evergreen Country Club in Haymarket, Virginia from 7 to 8.30 p.m. And then again on February 27th in Catonsville, Maryland from 7 to 8.30 p.m. there. The seminars are free and the meals are complimentary. If you're 55 and over and want to come on out and understand what's going on in the markets, the economy, Come on out. We'll be more than happy to talk to you about that as well in the seminar. But the title of the seminar is basically going from taxable to tax-free, how to enhance your retirement income, even if you're already retired. We'll show you some ideas there, as well as past assets on the most tips 
tax-efficient manner for your heirs. So, uh, again, January 22nd in Haymarket, Virginia at Evergreen Country Club and February 27th at Turf Valley Country Club in Catonsville, Maryland. Go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and hit the seminar button and sign up right there. So, Chris, I see we're coming down to the end of the show yeah, here. So time for, is flying by. Yeah, I just, I just saw that here. So for Bob in the back, answering the phones, great job again today, Bob. And for Chris McKay, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week. We'll be back next Saturday with Making Money Sense, the Larry Rosenthal Show.